everybody to We Geek Podcast. This is the special Star Wars Celebration podcast um, for We Geek Podcast. Um, uh, I had the uh, pleasure of being able to attend it this year because it was in my hometown of Orlando, um, and you were there in spirit. <laughs> I was, I was, a, I was a force ghost hanging around. Yeah. Yes, and of course, my name's Adam, and this is my good friend Logan. Hello. Um, Hello, and yeah, man, it was um, it was a blast, dude. Now I no, I forgot, and I apologize. Have you gone to one of these before? No, I was. It was there the first year that I lived in Orlando, but and um, but I I didn't, I couldn't get tickets. Yeah, at the time, and then because like the next year, it was I think was one of the ones they did in in Europe. Yes, and then like they took a year off, or they did something really weird. Yeah, 2014, they did not have one. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, yeah, let's run down that real fast. I mean, first celebration, Denver, Colorado. Apparently, it was like uh, it was at the Wings Over Rockies Air and Space Museum and Tents, apparently. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and let's see here. Then they did it in Indianapolis. Okay. Um, for two years at the Indiana um, Convention Center. Um, and then they brought it to uh, Los Angeles Convention Center for Celebration 4. Um, and then it was London the next year. Then it was Japan the year after that. Um, and then for 2000. And then they skipped a few years and they brought it to Orlando um, for technically Celebration 5. Now that was the one. That was my first one. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got lucky again and they brought it back two years later, 2012. And then um, 2013, they took it to Germany. 2015, they took it to Anaheim again. 2016, uh, London. And 2017, Orlando. And I think it's going to be every other year now. That was what I got from most of the people there, was that the fact that now Disney owns it. Because, you know, if, if you think about it, the last, last time Celebration was in Orlando, the big news that they had was Star Wars Detours. God, is that right? No, that had to have been before that. I think it was Detours that was the big one. No, that um, was, wasn't that a that was a Comic Con thing, wasn't it? That that was Star Wars Celebration. I I remember it vividly because that year I went with one of my friends, uh, and he you know he's into Star Wars and whatnot, but. He, you know, I remember him wanting, he wanted to uh, see George Lucas. And I remember we were in a, um, we were in the Detours panel and George Lucas came out because we heard that there was rumor he was going to be coming out. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the one. Okay. Um, yeah. Because no, that... year before that, I went with a mutual friend of ours, Christina. Okay. Um, it was like a year or whatever before that. The, the, the first one in Orlando. Um, the second one I went with my brother and my buddy Tibbles, and that I'm was, pretty sure that was the big up? that was the big episode seven year, right? No, no, no. Episode seven was Anaheim. Okay. I'm t uh, yeah, I, I'm almost positive that the big news was detours. <laughs> this was before this is before they uh, were purchased, right? Am I getting my times? You want to look that up? No, hang on, cause I no, hang on now. Which one are you talking about? The first one you went to, or the 
Yeah, because you only... It was the second one. The second one I went to was Star Wars Detours. And then that was the big announcement. And then right after that, Disney bought Star Wars. Oh, I thought that was before Celebration. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, look, look look up the date when... When when I think it was October yeah October thirtieth two thousand and twelve is when the news came out that they bought them, and this was August two thousand and twelve the convention. Okay. So yeah. We're... So we saw like bits and pieces of detours, and then it just never came out because of the purchase. Yeah. Yeah, and so it wasn't until the following. I guess Germany and then Anaheim is, I think Anaheim is when they, we saw episode seven stuff. Um, I think, you know, they announced episode seven, of course, when they announced that they purchased them, but right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, the first year there, it was just star Wars. It would, you know, I think maybe the Blu-rays were the big deal. Um, if anything, um, and that was really it, you know, uh, th- this was, this was a time before the, the new, the new series uh, and all the, we, you know, we're spoiled now. And that's what I was, I was trying to tell some people like, you know, we're so spoiled right now with news and there was pa- all these panels and the 40th anniversary stuff. It was nothing like that when I went originally, it was, you know, it was very different. Um, I think um, Mark Hamill might've been there, but it, it was really odd. It was an odd time to be a star Wars fan. Um, and, and then, of course, right after that, just everything blew up with Disney. So, but yeah, that's that's what that's what felt so different about this time. Last time it was detours. It was you know Seth Green and stuff like that. And now, you know, I, I totally went on the wrong days, um, and that does kind of piss me <laughs> off. Is that I couldn't get off work on Thursday and Friday, and those were the days where they had the 40th anniversary. They had the uh, Last Jedi, um, you know, uh, trailer debut, and it was, you know, it was crazy though. Uh, they had people, you. So the way they did it this year was, um, you know, you buy your tickets in advance. You could buy them at the door, but I think they sold out day of for most of them. Um, maybe Sunday you could have went day of and bought them. But so anyway, um, when you get there, you get a wristband. So most of the people that were going to the 40th anniversary panel for opening day. The night before, they got the wristband and slept over inside of the building. Well, sure. In, in their line. So, yeah, I remember the first year we went, we didn't sleep over. We did go super early, though, like, you know, 8 or 9 in the morning or maybe it was like 6. I forget. It was super early and we waited, waited in line, got in, and then we saw um, and we saw Lucas. And, you know, uh, I forgot what he was talking about, but it might have been like, uh, Clone Wars or something like that. But this, what was special about this, um, and me and you both saw this on uh, the stream, the 40th anniversary, was it was Lucas. It was Hayden. It was Luke, you know, or uh, Mark Hamill. It was, you know, Harrison Ford. It was it was people from all generations of Star Wars. Yeah. Which was so cool. It was, it was so cool to see that. Um, and I'm, you know, I kicked myself for not being there, but, uh, you know, whatever I picked, I picked Saturday to go, <laughs> um, which was still a fun and busy day. That was the day for like cosplay. That was the day, like everyone showed up to take pictures and stuff. Um, yeah, you, yeah. you put up the one picture of, you know, basically an entire 
or you know like an entire garrison of stormtroopers there that was insane oh yeah yeah definitely that was a ton of fun when when you know that was when i got there you you go through a line you get into another line you stand in another line and then finally you're in and you're in the show floor and I had some time to spare because I was meeting up with some friends who were not going to show up until like 11. Um, I had some other friends there, but they were getting signatures. So, and I had to wait because uh, I had an appointment with fun, with Funko pop to get some of the exclusives. So <laughs> I had about an hour and a half to spare. And, you know, I remember, Oh yeah, that's right. All the people doing cosplay were usually in this one area. So I went through the, sh- the show floor and I, w- I went out to where that big area is, and you just see all these people. And I got right up there, and I took the picture, and I was just, yeah, just a whole garrison of people, uh, stormtroopers uh, and the shadow troopers or what, what have you, or the TIE fighters, and, and uh, all of that stuff w- was there, which was awesome. And they did that all day long, not just them. Like, they had a whole group of Ahsokas, you know, they had a whole group of uh, Mandalore, you know, everything you can think of. Um, and, you know, I know I have no idea how they organized all that, but, but, but that was, that was fun. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, uh, Thursday did the 40th anniversary. I think um, Friday, the big one was of course the uh, last Jedi. So we could talk about that. The last Jedi um, trailer. So, man, what did you think of it? I, man, it gave me chills. It really did. It yeah, did. It, it, I thought it was so well done. I loved that we heard Luke's voice. Um, you know, I loved the opening where you think you're looking at stars, but of course, you know, suddenly it changes to a rock, and, and it's, you know, it's Ray panting, and... Of course, this is probably her, you know, Luke going into the cave moment. Um, at least that's what I got out of it. Yeah, uh, I could see that. Yeah, and so, you know, this is this is you know her, him telling her to clear her mind and what do you see and all that. Like it, it just it was Star Wars. Um, a lot of shots. Um, anything that stuck out to you? Um, you know, aside from the aside from the end of it. Uh. Mm-hmm. yeah um yeah well, okay yeah besides the end of it i think what stuck out to me was and i don't know the name of the planet off the top of my head uh which i should but i loved the scene where i don't know what kind of ships they were in they almost looked like b-wing ships and it very reminiscent of empire strikes back where you have all the adats on one side very flat terrain this it wasn't snow it was more of um sand white sand and the ships were dragging in the sand on purpose to bring up the red sand underneath it to create like a sandstorm um and that just looks so visually stunning do you remember what i'm talking about yeah yeah it's actually i was trying to look up uh i was trying to look up the name of the planet yeah look it up because that that's you know, we get kind of the point of view behind that one ship in the middle, and it looks like it dips maybe a little bit too low. Um, I liked that. You know, it wasn't all perfect, but it, it, it was just such a cool shot. And, uh, you know, one thing I got, I, I saw online from some people, uh, some of my friends that were just, they were disappointed it didn't tell them more, that it didn't explain more. And, 
you know, I, I, I get that criticism, I guess, because I think that was the purpose of it. It did, you know, it was supposed to be quick flashes of scenes from the movie, not explained, but to make you curious, um, you know, and that's the whole job of a teaser, I think, is to make you go, what did I just see? I need to see more of that. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really cool. Um, you know, we got a lot of shots, you know, we got Kylo Ren in there with the scar and, uh, his damaged mask. Um, I thought that, um, uh, the, the scene where it looks like it could be Luke falling to his knees. Cause you get a shot from behind and it's R2D2, but you know, part of me thinks that could be Ray or it could be Kylo Ren. Maybe like, Oh my God, what did I just do? Cause it looks like a Jedi temple is burning in front of him, yeah, uh, but could it could be. be Luke, you know, it could be Luke that grew his hair out. It was someone with long hair. Um, uh, you know, we get shots of, um, you know, uh, it looks like a burned building almost. And there's like a spotlight. It looks like on a bookshelf and it looks like, you know, it might have a book and, you know, it's got this, the, the Jedi symbol, um, you know, a lot of people were thinking, well, could it be the, what was it? The journey of the wills or journal of the wills. Um, a lot of speculation of what that book could be that the person goes up and, you know, puts their finger on like, I don't know. I, I think those, I think that scene and the scene of the place burning kind of go together. Yeah. Um, uh, what did you think, man? I, it was an awesome trailer all put together. Like I, it, it reminded me a lot of the Force Awakens trailer. Yeah. Like they, they were very similarly styled. And I mean, that's, you know, you have the same people cutting trailers. You're mm-hmm. going to get the same kind of product. I mean, not yeah. a it, not necessarily a good or bad thing. Just something that I couldn't help but notice. Right, right, right. And, you know, I mean, what's a big Disney movie coming out this year that, you know, I'm sure, you know, maybe during the Thor or the... Uh, yeah, probably Thor, right? I'm sure during the Thor, Thor, Thor movie, we'll probably get a proper trailer, maybe. Um, you know, uh, that, you know, somewhere around that time, right? Well, I, I mean, I would say this was it. Like, I mean, no, you know. No, I think this was the teaser. Nah, this was a, nah, this was a full trailer. It says teaser trailer on I, Star Wars YouTube. I, You know, I hate that because so many people now, like, teaser and trailer are so interchanged. It makes me crazy well, sometimes. Let, let, let me say this. I don't want to see anymore. Yeah. I want that to be the trailer. Um, but I think just like The Force Awakens, you know, The Force Awakens had the teaser trailer and then it had the official trailer. Well, but um, the, the teaser trailer was, was what was it, a, a minute, 28 seconds? Yeah, this wasn't that long either. Right, but this, I mean, that didn't look like an actual trailer like you knew watching it oh this is this is not it watching this like no i think this was an actual this was a proper trailer yeah yeah no i mean don't get me wrong i i think so too i think that that you know i'm in the camp of i don't want the whole thing read out to me before i go see the film like so many other trailers like unfortunately i think they've done that with spider-man you know yeah, they think, yeah, they overdid that for sure. Yeah, I think going into Homecoming, you know, we see the beginning, middle, and end of that ship outcome. And it's like, no, you maybe should have shown the ship. Like from the first trailer, you see the ship breaking apart. Okay, that's cool. But, I, you know, 
they do they show even more in the newest one so yeah dude i i'm, I'm totally with you i am totally with not wanting to see you know it, it'd be funny one year I think maybe Disney's the only company that could do this in Star Wars and get away with it is to simply not drop a trailer. Um, to just drop the movie. Just, just just drop a movie one weekend. Have the trailer just say Star Wars, you know, Tales from Moss Eisley, maybe a month before. Give the date. Give no screens, nothing from the film. And everybody would still go in droves to go see it. Does that make sense? I, it does, but man, that's a... That's they, could, a... they never do it. It would never happen. No. Because that's... they would be shooting themselves in the foot. But imagine going to see a film, not knowing a scene from the movie, not being completely and 100% surprised, uh, like opening a book and not knowing the beginning, middle, and end. True. You don't get that. That thing only existed back in the day when, you know, you know, our, maybe our parents or our grandparents would go to a, a, a movie theater and just point up at the, was it the Marquet or whatever it's called? They point up and go, oh, uh, let's go see that. That sounds interesting. And maybe you've never seen a trailer for it. True. Like, it's, we don't, we don't get that anymore. No. And it, it would be an interesting experiment because then, you know, what's, the whole reason you make a trailer is is to to air it places, and that's you know yeah. there's your marketing budget. Yes, so... and but that's what I mean. I don't think you know. Let's stay. And I think J.J. Uh, Abrams touched on this a little bit with Cloverfield, um, but we're getting too far in far in the weeds. But you, you get <laughs> what I'm saying. I I, uh, I yeah the, the latest Cloverfield movie where you know they dropped it like maybe a month or two before um and it was, i thought that was so cool i think that would be awesome if they did that with this but yeah dude um yeah the trailer i, I thought it was great and then of course at the end where you know he was like if there's one what, what was the quote if there's one thing i know it's the jedi has to end it's time it's time for the jedi to end yes and we got confirmation that it's he's talking about singular okay yeah okay so uh, you know the speculation why is luke being like that is he talking about kylo ren is kylo ren the last jedi technically um because to me he would be the last one trained properly uh besides ray now it's really confusing and but i think it's supposed to be a, a question mark you're supposed to go what the fuck exactly well, yeah, well, what is this? You know, why would Luke be saying that? Has Luke maybe gone to the dark side? You know, is that why Ray's lightsaber? Oh, the poster, the poster they show with yeah. Ray and her lightsaber blue, and then it turns red. Yeah, that's. I I love what they're doing with this because you're like, all right, what the hell does all of this mean? And that's that's kind of what you want. Like, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's confusing in a good way. You're yes. not you're not lost looking around like, okay, I have no clue what's going on. You're like, okay, I understand the rules of this universe, but mm -hmm. I don't know, like, these characters are apparently maybe making some really interesting choices. Yes. That, and know, who's the director again of this one? Ryan Johnson did uh, Looper. Yes. And I love that he talked about wanting to do Luke like we haven't seen him before. Yeah. You know, and I know that's going to disappoint some people who really love the EU and whatnot, but he wanted to do Luke different 
so that it is new for everybody. And so uh, a new take on him. And I, I, I couldn't be more excited because that's what I want. You know, I want my Luke to, um, to, to, to be something fresh, um, and, a, and, and, a, and a mystery. And, you know, he was such a big mystery in the first movie that it's going to be, you know, interesting seeing him in this, especially when, you know, I like how Ray was like, you know, maybe don't meet your heroes because they might not turn out how you want them to be. Yeah. Um, and I, I love that they're leaving that hook there. And, um, you know, and we were told by Kathy Kennedy that, you know, you are supposed to be questioning whose Ray's parents are. That is a big part of it. Uh, you know, might not, she didn't say if it would be answered in this one or the next one, but I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? I don't want, you know, I, I imagine this movie might follow a lot along a lot of the same lines of most movies in the middle of a trilogy. You know, Empire Strikes Back is, is always the example, right? Of everything kind of goes wrong. The, and this is where the characters really grow. Um, and, right. and, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if maybe something like that does happen where we do get a big reveal, but it just opens up another box of questions. Um, and that's what I got from that trailer is that like, you know, okay. You know, we saw like stills and stuff of Finn and Poe together. So even though Finn is asleep in the trailer, we did see, you know, images of him in the movie with Poe running around and stuff. So obviously he gets better and right. he's well, just sleeping. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we couldn't think Finn was going to sleep through the whole film. Like, right, you know, right, right. He wasn't R2-D2. Right, right. No, I just wanted to tell people in case they only saw the trailer that he was shown doing stuff and whatnot. So I yeah. imagine, you know, at the beginning, since it is opening at the very, it's opening at the very end of the last film, that maybe it does the same way with Finn too. At the beginning of the film, it shows him in that state, and then he gets out of it. So, yeah, but, first first one to do that too. Like, yeah, oh yeah. No, I I wouldn't be surprised if it opens up with the, that scene at the at the at the stars. You know, um, but I guess they did say it was going to open with her handing him the lightsaber. Yeah, I think they yeah they were talking like it opens exactly where Seven left off. And I wonder how they're going to do that. Cause I could just, I, in my head, I see Mark Hamill making one of his jokes, like in his, you know, <laughs> not in his Luke Skywalker voice, but in his like, really, you know, his very comical yeah. over the top, you know, <laughs> voice. Um, like I, I, I could just, I could see that maybe, maybe an SNL one day or something. He'll do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it, dude, Mark, Mark lost his voice. He talked to so many people, shook so many hands was so you know uh everywhere during this this celebration you know especially because of carrie passing away she's been at all of them and she's been a big part of all of them that i think he maybe kind of you know i don't want to put words in his mouth but it seemed like he felt that this this was something he had to champion yeah um when you know and even harrison showed up no one was expecting that <laughs> you know you know we all thought he'd be, you know, done with it. But I think I, I think it's because of Carrie as well that he felt, you know, he he's got to show up there and, yeah. and say hi. And so that that was really cool. Um, Pro yeah, man. Probably because she would have kicked their asses if they had. 
Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. I like how he came out and he was like, I, you know, he goes, I don't like to be dark about things. I, he goes, there's probably not a night I go don't go to sleep where I think that she's up, you know, in in the the, the heavens and she's just he flick, flicks off the camera. He's like, she's just flicking me off. <laughs> but um, but yeah, there was a lot of panels. I didn't see all of them. I still need to go and watch them. Um, you know, I didn't even really catch much when I was there, uh, except for because that was the crazy thing. It was like you really had to plan out your day. Oh, yeah. um, you, you, everything had a line, and it was either an hour or two hours. Um, like I said, I really wish I would have went on Thursday or Friday. Um, I I, uh, I did, you know, I'll tell you what I was able to do. Um, I had an appointment for Funko, so I knew I was doing that. Um, and boy, that was, I guess a lot of people didn't know you need an appointment with Funko. You couldn't just go up and buy the Funko pops. You had to, they were only selling them after a certain period of time and only so many. So, um, a few, my, my buddy who went to New York comic-con, uh, wised me up on this and he was like, make sure you go to the website, apply here. I did that. They, you know, I got an email saying you won the, I guess maybe a lottery or something like that. Sure. And so uh, I think that's how they worded it. And, and they said, here's your appointment Saturday at this time. So, you know, it, it was at noon. So I, they were like, stand in line at 1120. We're going to let you guys go up there. And they basically hand you a sheet and they say you can get one of each. So not everybody's getting everything. So, you know, if I wasn't getting a certain pop, the person behind me would be like, oh, if you're not getting that, is there anything you wanted that I'm not getting? That sort of deal. Oh, nice. So we did – oh, yeah. It was really cool. And then, like, there's people standing on the outside going, hey, I don't have a ticket. Is there any way – you know? And so sure. I didn't mind getting anybody anything as long as I wasn't getting it. I got the uh, uh, the Ray, the, the, um, the Admiral Thrawn from Rebels, and uh, the Ghost Qui-Gon Jinn. And the cool thing about this is, you know – if you didn't, if you weren't there at celebration, these exclusives were exclusives to in store as well. So you can only get the Rebels Admiral Thrawn at Toys R Us. The Qui Gon, the Ghost Qui Gon, is at Target. It just doesn't have the Star Wars Celebration sticker, which makes it, you know, I put that on eBay, and I think it's like two hundred and some dollars right now. Yes, yeah, so I'm holding on to those um, for just a little bit to see. You know how I got a pin, for example. I walked by the stage, and I'll get to that in a moment. But they threw out a pin, and it's the mouse droid. That pin's on there for eighty dollars. Good God! Yes. Um, for example, the Qui Gon Jinn from Celebrate or from New York Comic Con is now three hundred fifty dollars on eBay. <laughs> so you know, this hopefully by the end of all of this, I'll be able to buy a computer. <laughs> yeah, right. Because they're they're what? How much when you get them? Fifteen. They're going for three fifty. Exactly. Ray was forty, but she's online right now for like one hundred and fifty. Sure. So it's it. You know, it was well worth that. So I knew I needed to do that. No matter what, I know. Hey, I need to do this so that I can, I can, uh, you know, get some money back at the end of this. So I did that. It didn't take long at all. That was the only line where it was bad because I had an appointment. The other thing I wanted to do is I wanted to get Timothy Zahn to sign a Thrawn book, but that was a bunch of shenanigans because they ran out of the. 
the event, the special edition one for the event. Then they ran out of the regular one. Then they were doing a <laughs> raffle, and they said, "Well, you need to be here at three, but realistically, be here at one thirty. And I'm like, "I, I don't want to waste my whole day. I got a bunch of people I need to see." So, I, I put it in my head, "I'm going to see my friends, and I'm going to hang out with my friends for this because I'd rather do that than stand in a line while." People that came here from Texas and New York and Indianapolis and all these other places, uh, I, I wanted to be able to actually hang out with. Um, a few people I didn't get to see because it was just so impossible. Like They're like, hey, we're at the dork side thing. And I'm like, where's that at? Then I get over there and they're like, hey, sorry, my buddy kind of have ADHD, which I do too. Can't tell. <laughs> and he's like, we're over here. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I'm with the group too. So it, it became really hard where I could not drag up my group to go find his group because his group is dragging him. So it was like, look, man, we're, uh, and then he ended up leaving with him to go get lunch and we ended up not seeing each other, but it was cool though. It was, it was still a lot of fun. Um, so I was able to see still a bunch of my friends and uh, local people and people uh, I've talked about a few times and I believe he still listens to Sean. Um, if you're listening, shout out, but yeah, him and his wife, Holly came in from Texas and he's the guy that I played Jedi Knight two with. Back oh, nice. in high school. Yeah. yeah. And so I've known him forever. And so we only really get to see each other during events like this. So I spend as much time as possible with them. Um, I saw Chase, who I recently just met a few years ago playing Destiny. Uh, he's in the 501st. And, um, you know, he, you know, we, I met up with him and he, he had on the, uh, uh, the forest, the forest moon of indoor stormtrooper outfit oh cool yes and so with microphone and everything um so he came up and he said hey adam and I, you could hear him through his biker the biker helmet thing um and he just started explaining how like there are garrisons and there are this and that and they have ranks and they have specific things that they have to abide by in the 501st or they don't they're not in it oh yeah you know? oh it's oh it's a whole thing yeah yes um yeah and um here let me look up the yeah my favorite thing is like i think they have to make their costume yes like you can't just like buy one off the rack like you've got to make it yeah which yeah. is yeah it's 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 crazy yeah. and you know we met up with him at the 501st room which was really cool um and we, we got to see all the uh, the r2d2s and stuff like that um i had some friends who are in what's called uh the black death crew um and it sounds very you know bad but it, it's not it's basically it's a very merry you know i think there's i think the article is called the very merry ungangs of disney and basically they're a group of people who are really into star wars really into disney they wear like biker jackets with a bunch of patches from all the all the conventions they've been to and pins and stuff like that. Um, and they're the ones that just look super cool. And but they're not dressed up like like uh, the the 501st is. So you had different like groups and different organizations all kind of coming to the same place. It was really fun. Um, but uh, we sat down and we talked to this guy from Australia. He said 72 hours was his total travel time because of yep. uh, because of um, delays and stuff like that. And, you know, I was like, did you fly United? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he, they had, they had a good laugh and, you know, that's dedication. And he, what was so special, I got his card. Um, 
was he said, you know, he's had a bunch of hobbies in his life. And this one was the most fulfilling because this one, he got to go to the children's hospitals and got to see the, the looks on their faces light up when they see, because, you know, little kids might not know Luke Skywalker because Luke Skywalker was something from the seventies. Yeah. But little kids know stormtroopers. True. That, True. that is something that is to, to them. And I never thought about it like that is just totally iconic. Um, more so than Luke, because, you know, they might only know Ahsoka or, you know, rebels or something like that, but stormtroopers have always been there in some fashion. Um, so, you know, he said that his garrison, every garrison has their own um, charity. And so most of them, of course, go to the children's hospital, but the money they raise goes to their own charity. And his charity uh, in Australia for what they have was for men's health. Because, you know, he was like, men go through a lot of stuff. And, you know, guys, you know, guys, we always try to brush it off like it's no big deal and stuff like that. And it becomes a huge problem, obviously. Um, so his charity was for men's, uh, you know, health. So I thought that was so, so cool. Just, you know, you, it's, it's another layer to everything that I just didn't know. You know what I mean? I knew they did charities and stuff like that, but it was just another layer. Um so that was cool. Yeah, th my favorite thing about the whole event was meeting people and and hanging out with my friends and seeing the costumes. Like the costumes, it's a whole nother level um, <laughs> of dedication that some of these people have, uh, and the, the fun and the creativeness. Like, like the is it yeah Freddie Mercury, um, uh, like stormtrooper that I saw just. He was having a ball. He had the, the radio blaring and the microphone and the mustache and the glasses and everyone wanted a picture with him. They had they had a whole group of people that were dressed up as um as uh oh what's the game? Now oh man, my mind's going blank with um the Blizzard game that's super uh, not Battleborn, um Overwatch. Overwatch, yeah. All the Overwatch characters as Star Wars characters. Uh, they had the, all the Muppets as stormtroopers. <laughs> you, you know, there was a Darkwing yeah. Duck um, uh, Jedi. I'll put them all on our, our Facebook group at uh, We Geek Podcast. Go to our Facebook group. I'll post all the pictures. I didn't want to post them all on my Facebook group or all on my personal page or anything like that because I would have just unloaded. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna unload them all on the uh, We Geek Podcast group. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, because yeah, my whole Instagram account would have just been filled. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it, it was a lot of fun. I did. I went to the Marvel um, Marvel comic uh, panel. Um, I know Charles Soule was there, and hold on. Um, let me see who else was there. Um, the the Marvel Soul and uh, the artist. Oh man, I, now I blanking with his name i should really know this <laughs> um but there were like six people up there all all from marvel comics if i read their names to you you would know who they are but i unfortunately don't have it up in front of me um oh yeah phil phil netto uh, he did sure. he, was the, he was the artist for the poe dameron comic that's going on okay and the chewbacca com comic um artist Marco Chiletto, which is the Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin and Shattered Empire. Um, uh, Carrion Gillian for Darth Vader. Um, 
and a bunch of other people. Uh, but yeah, that was one of the panels that I thought, you know what, that's a time where I'm not going to, I, I my friends are leaving, uh, from Texas around three 30 and I'm not meeting my other friends until the evening. So I was like, I have enough time where I can stand in that line for an hour. And I did, and I met some really cool people. I met this guy, um, from uh, North Carolina who, uh, he's a photographer. He took a picture of John Boydega, um, the, the day before and John Boydega re Instagrammed it on his Instagram. His name is Michael. So go look at John Bodega's Instagram when he was shooting out the t-shirts. He picked his photo and put it up there. I thought that was so cool. Um, and we just sat in for an hour and talked and just shared our love of Star Wars and what we do and 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 how we got into it, what games we were into. And he was he was all into, you know, the Jedi Knight series just like I was. And like it it's the one place where you know, for the most part, I think whenever we go places, we probably feel like the biggest nerd, right? We probably feel like, you know, my group of friends, I, I'm probably more nerdy than any of them by a mile, <laughs> especially when it comes to Star Wars. You're probably the same way. But when you get into that place, everyone is like, it's like, oh, wow, I can say JK2 and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, we can, and we sat and talked about the Marvel comics, of course, cause we're all waiting there for the Marvel comics. And, you know, I was like, the Lando one was the one that surprised the hell out of me. He goes, yep, that, that was, that was the one for me. That was the one that blew me away. Um, and so it was really cool seeing these writers and artists talk about behind the scenes and how they came up with the ideas and, and why they did what they did. And it was all mostly a behind the scenes thing. And they admitted it. They were like, we're making a lot of this up, um, and, you know, we're, we, we have to, and there's certain things that we don't think we could get approval for. And they're like, oh yeah, you could totally do that. Um, like there's a, uh, there's a crossover coming up between, uh, Dr. Alpha and Star Wars, um, called Shattered something or another, or Screaming, I don't know if you could look it up real fast, um, Star Wars crossover for the comics but um yeah let me see real quick uh Star yeah Wars i think it's called, yeah the, okay the screaming uh citadel okay yeah yes and um it was it the way they described it was this is going to be one of the first times we're going to be introducing some sort of like horror or monster monster type elements to um uh to Star Wars, it's Jason Aaron and Karen Gillian. So she, she was there. So it, it was just, it, it was so cool to like, oh, okay. And they showed a lot of the panels, and um, they showed a lot of the panels for the new Darth Vader comic. The new Darth Vader comic takes place right after the scene in um, Revenge of the Sith, where he says no. <laughs> and it's funny because he was like he went up to because they were like hey what kind of comic would you like to do and he was like i'd like to tell the story of darth vader the moment after he realizes he's a monster and you know and he talks about how darth vader he imagined darth vader would be looking in the mirror you know figuratively and, th and think to himself okay here's the moment where i freak out and realize what I've become and not be able to continue on with my life or I completely embrace this and survive. And I thought that was a really cool thing. Yeah. You know, 
Because if, if he didn't completely embrace it, he probably would be he probably would be in fear and would not make it and he would die. Yeah. And so he, he had to embrace what he was, this monster. Um, so he was not weak anymore. And so he, he had to become this thing and he had to kill off Anakin. Um, so I, I thought that was so cool. And they showed like, yeah, he, and it's basically his journey to, to get his red crystal to create his new lightsaber. So okay. that's going to be the new Darth Vader series. Cool. Yeah, so it was really cool them talking about that. Um, what else did they talk about? Um, uh, there is a, a Captain Phasma comic coming out, which is really cool. Um, the what else did they talk about? Really? Um, uh, she's getting her own comic too. Yes, uh, Journey to um, Journey to uh, the Last Jedi. She's getting a comic and she's getting a book. Okay, cool. Yeah, I knew about the book. I didn't know about the comic. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Yeah, and I I mean, I'm not. There's probably a lot I'm forgetting, (laughs) but but yeah, she's uh, she's getting she's getting a comic too, which is really cool. Which I think is about her escaping um, uh, from the from the last film, which I think the book is too. But obviously, the book is going to go way more into detail. Right. Um. Oh yeah, one thing that I'm almost positive they're going to do a comic about now. Because they said, we want to do something special. We want to narrow down what kind of comic you guys would want. And so, you know, they would say the current generation, the uh, old school, the one from, you know, 40 years ago, or the prequels. And everyone kind of were like, prequels, for whatever reason. Everyone, that was the loudest cheer. And then they basically narrowed it down to Ahsoka. And even like halfway through it, they're like, "You guys just want a Soka comic, don't you?" And everyone <laughs> cheered, and so like they just narrowed it down, well, and down, yeah. and down, and down. <laughs> What's up? I said, "Well, yeah." Like, oh yeah, and so yeah. When and then right at the end, they're like, "You guys just want a Soka one day." And they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> you know, some people were screaming out, "Mace Windu would make a cool comic." You know, people were were uh, cheering out Kyle Katarn, and that's when one of the one of the. Uh, the girls stood up and she started clapping. She's like, I'm trying to tell them, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. And, and obviously there's only so much they can do. A lot of the EU stuff is off the table until it's just completely like Thrawn was a big deal for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I think Thrawn was the one where they did polls and he was the guy that showed up the most saying anyone from the EU that you could save, who would it be? Um, and that's the other thing. We I, we haven't really talked about the Rebels. Got one season left. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're doing season 4 and they and that's going to be the end of it. That's going to be the end of it. It's going to be a little bit more serialized they said in the last season. Um I don't think they're going to kill off Thrawn. I think that would be a huge wasted opportunity. Oh, I I think that 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 leaving for something like this, you you can leave a lot of open ends and sometimes you should. Um Well, Kind of the opposite of what happened with Rogue One, because you know different settings, different circumstances, but but somebody, you know the uh, think about a lot of the loose ends that were left at the end of um, what was the uh, what was the other book that we read? Was it Lost Stars? Lost Stars. Yes. I, I mean that's that's very open ended in terms of where did a lot of those characters go. Yes, so, I, 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 I can almost guarantee we're going to get a Lost Stars too. There has to be a a sequel to that, I think. Yeah. Um, 
uh, I think Thrawn is alive because this this is going to be kind of a spoiler alert for Aftermath Empire's End. It's not really. It's just I'm going to spoil the Easter egg of Thrawn in that book. Um, you know, in that book, they talk about Aftermath's End. You know, the, the, the Star Wars Aftermath is about what happens after the Palpatine dies, right? Right. Um, and so in the third book of the trilogy, which is really good, you know, the first one was hot garbage. Second one was much better. Third one is fantastic. I highly recommend it. In the third one, they talk about Thrawn. You know, they talk about the Emperor had someone who who knew about the unknown territory of space, um, knew someone who could navigate it, and, you know, that's why he had him. And they name him, they, they say Admiral Thrawn in the book. Um now, of course, in this new Thrawn book, have you read any of it? I haven't yet, no. Okay. Well, this isn't a spoiler, really. It opens up with this. Thrawn they find in unknown space. He's from unknown space. Sure. Um, and he talks about, and I didn't really know that, but the Chiss aren't like, you know, they have their whole civilization out there. And it's so unknown to the rest of the Star Wars universe that they are myths and rumors and legends. Interesting. And yeah. And so they, they, they've never really seen one before. And he's like, you know, I've been exiled. So I think that I think, and I think this is what they were setting up because in the original extended universe, it is explained that Thrawn was not in the battle because he was sent to the unknown region of the star Wars universe, um, to seek out something. I forgot what it was and to kind of be the emperor's, uh, you know, not a backup plan because the emperor is so high on himself. He doesn't believe he needs a backup plan. Right. But he, he knew that there was going to be a bigger threat coming after he took full control of the universe or galaxy of where he's at. So he sent Thrawn out to do that. Um, now I'm probably messing a whole bunch of stuff up, but that's the idea. So I think that maybe by the end of rebels, he's going to go, I have something else planned for you. You need to go over here. And so basically Thrawn will be, sent out to the unknown regions because I think he is extremely crucial to the survival of the first, uh, order. Possible. Very, very possible. Because in, in, in the force awakens, they talk about, they went off to the, the unknown regions and no one saw them for years. Yeah. True. And then they came back with this giant weapon and then killed everybody, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think Thrawn was, in, is in, was incredibly crucial to that. And my theory is Belicio del Toro could possibly be Thrawn because he was the one missing person from this whole event. Really? They didn't, they didn't mention him in anything. Think about it. He's been announced for the film as a bad guy, but... He has, he has not been in any sort of, there was, they didn't talk about him once during this whole thing. So that's my theory. Imagine him showing up in blue, like, you know, oh, I just, I, yeah, I get chills thinking about that because that would, to see Thrawn on the big screen would, everyone would lose their minds. Oh, are you, are you kidding? They would go nuts. Yeah. He was the one pop everybody wanted. Everybody wanted that Thrawn pop there. Um, you know, so yeah, man, that was – celebration was something else. It, sitting around with people talking to them about like kind of what I just talked about was just awesome. Hearing everybody's theories, you know, what they wanted to see, 
Um, you know, people were throwing out the Thrawn comic. I think that's a, that, you know, that would be awesome. He's such a cool character. Dude, I highly recommend the book. I'm, I, I'm blowing through it. And you know me, I don't really go through books that fast at all. Yeah. I, I, I have ADD. So even if I'm listening to it, I'll get sidetracked and put it to the side. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. Cause you're seeing Thrawn at the very beginning where he's not even in the empire and how he moves his way up. And, uh, it's told kind of through the perspective of his translator, who's kind of a nobody. He's literally nobody. He just he just so happens to be someone from a group of people who understand his language. So he's kind of his he's his aide. And so it's really cool. It's a really cool story, man. Um, but yeah, so I, I didn't get to see Timothy's. I saw Timothy's on, but I didn't actually do anything. <laughs> I just saw him <laughs> sitting there because I wasn't going to wait and you know for hours to possibly get a version of the book and then possibly have him sign. I just wasn't going to waste my entire afternoon because I thought, you know what? I'll just go buy the book later. Um, and who knows? I'll, I'm sure I'll see him at one of these uh, cons again because he, he goes to Megacon too. So, Oh you really? Know. Yeah. So, it, uh, you know, Megacon's in a month. So, you know, <laughs> if he's back here, then I'll just go pick up the book from uh, Barnes and Noble um, anyway. So, but yeah, I got a bunch of stuff. I got this this cool uh, these cool bookends that says Star Wars in bright yellow, and so that's where I'm gonna I can I I want the physical copies of these 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 books now instead of just the audible, yeah, um, or you know to, or video games or whatever. I just want to put them on my shelf between the two things. Um, <laughs> I got you know uh, another cool thing was they had a stage show, so I saw um, Forrest Whitaker come out. Um, and, um, Felicity Jones from Rogue One. Nice. Yeah. And they were shooting the cannon and then they were talking to, uh, Anthony, whatever his name is. I always see on IGN. Um, he was up on the stage. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then one of the hosts came, was walking around and he handed me the, the mouse pen, you know, and uh, apparently these pens are so popular at these cons because people collect them. <clears throat> and, uh, so I got a pop's. Uh, I got a Pops pen because I bought the Funko Pops, and I got this Mouse Droid pen. The, uh, the, the, go look online at the Admiral Thrawn pen, the one that you got if you got the, uh, the book. It's, it's cr from Delray. It's crazy expensive, too. But, yeah, man, it, it was a blast. I, you know, I, I've been a few times, so I, I did not feel that I needed to do everything, and I think that made it a much better experience. Um, I think if I did the whole four days, I would have probably have not minded waiting in all the panels. But since I was only doing one day, I didn't want to waste my time with that. I, I, I saw the Marvel. I saw a few other things, but I wanted to spend more time being with people and just seeing everything and, and walking around the vendors. Like, you know, this podcast we could be four hours long just simply <laughs> talking about all the toys and stuff that I saw that I, it's, it's hard to explain. It was a mixture of vintage toys that are super old, a mixture of brand new toys. Like I saw the new Thrawn toy the, from the black series they're coming out with the monopoly game, all the new stuff, uh, the new Lego toys and stuff that I, Oh my God. I, um, and a lot of handmade stuff. Like they had, people had stuff set up where they created dolls and homemade stuff and the artwork oh my god they had a whole art artist alley full of just beautiful stuff stuff ranging from two hundred dollars 
to $13,000. There was a $13,000 life-size um, painting of old Luke Skywalker. It was gorgeous, but 13, I mean, I don't know who's going to buy a 13. I think maybe Luke probably signed it too. Um, it is, you know, it, it, it's, it's really something to behold that if you ever get a chance to go to, if you're a fan of Star Wars and you get the opportunity to go to, you know, I'm sure it's probably going to bounce between Anaheim and Orlando when it's in the States a lot. Um, go to it if you can. Um, if you come to Orlando, um, anyone listening that, you know, that, do the four day thing. Um, they do discounts on Disney and all that other stuff around it. Make, make it a vacation. You know, if you're a huge star Wars fan, you know, you, you, there's so much to do in Orlando. You can, it, some of my friends who came in just stayed here. Oh, that's the other thing. Logan, do you ever, do you listen to the collider people? Um, I have off and on, not, not fairly frequently. Why? What's up? There's like Schmodown. And the trivia, I'm going to send you a link, and I'm going to post it on our group as well. Um, they did a Jedi um, schmodown or what, what have you. I'm, I'm, I'm so new to these YouTubers that okay. I'm really screwing up what they do. So I apologize, <laughs> apologize. But the Collider Jedi Council basically did a trivia. And they did it with um, oh, who, the, the guy who starred in the, um, the Starkiller games. Oh, the um, the dude from uh, Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Yes, Sam, you know what I'm talking uh, about. Yes, yeah, Sam. Uh, uh, Sam Whitwer? No. No. Damn, Rockwell. Look, look, look it up while while. Yeah. I, yeah. Keep so, <laughs> so they were all there. Jeremy Johns. A lot of people know Jeremy Johns. He has his own YouTube channel, but he did join Collider, <clears throat> um, specifically to be on. I think the Jedi Council. Um, Jeremy Johns, famous YouTuber, millions of subscribers. Um, super Star Wars nerd. So they were all on this panel and they did a trivia thing, which was so cool, where they had different rounds. Each round had different set of points. And yeah, I won't spoil it if you guys go do listen to it or watch it. Definitely go watch it. But, you know, someone's blowing everybody away and then they don't and then they do. And then it's it's a lot of drama. And and it was really fun Star Wars trivia. They did that there. Um, I, I really regret not going the day that they had the meet and greet um, that evening. I worked, unfortunately, until like 1130 at night. They did it, I think, at like – they did the meet and greet at like 6 o'clock that, that evening. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, I couldn't see them. But I know for a fact the next time Celebration comes around, they will be there. And I will not miss the uh, the meet and greet because I my buddies came, who came into town – got to meet all of them and i'm so jealous because they're all super super cool people nice um yeah did you did you find his name yeah yeah you were right it was it was uh, sam whitworth yeah that's it yeah um and so little things like that they had a million um panels for podcasts and stuff like that um you know the, all the popular podcasts were all the popular podcaster was there all the popular youtubers there uh um alana um, from IGN was there, Max Landis, um, from IGN and, and, uh, the, the comedy button was there. You know, he, he, it's really funny. He, he did. did have you seen the, the video where he, it's called, it's not Canon. So like he'll walk around every, the whole floor and he's like, that's not Canon. Oh, you know? <laughs> and then he goes like a can, he's like, that's a can. And he goes to like, he opens up the Thrawn book and he goes, 
this is canon. So I don't know. It's, it was it was really funny, <laughs> and they, they showed that on the big show floor, and it was just funny seeing all those people there that you normally see on IGN, just walking around. Um, the screen junkies were there. You see them filming around. Sure. Uh, but, but yeah, man, it was just it was really fun. My biggest regret. I, I wish I could have gone more days. I I did not plan these last few months out. Moving the Nintendo Switch, WrestleMania, and Star Wars Celebration. I can't complain, but I should have planned this out much better. <laughs> Everything hit at once. Everything was like, here, we need all your money right now, Adam. Um, so thankfully for the rest of the year, I can save up for whatever else comes. Um, but but yeah, man, it, it was it was an absolute blast. Did we go over? So we talked about, um, oh, we didn't even get to Rogue One. Um, uh novel um and the battlefront 2 uh yeah so we didn't even get to that stuff so I'm, i apologize so let's talk about battlefront 2 so this was a panel that was there that day that i was there but i did not show up um the night before or 6 a.m in the morning <laughs> so um let's see here this was uh do you, do you got the notes here on what exactly is in it? It's, it's got a campaign that's spanning, what, 30 years? Yeah, it covers, what they say, it covers from the time that the second Death Star blows up to when Starkiller Base blows up. Yes. Um, and prequels. So I imagine we're going to see flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah, so this is going to span all three time frames. Um, they showed Darth Maul, they showed um, Yoda. But, and because um, a lot of the prequel stuff comes in the uh, multiplayer. Yes, yes. Yeah, so you, you, you're right. The the campaign itself, the single player, you're absolutely right. It is it is from the end of uh, Jedi to, you know, all the way up until uh, The Force Awakens. And uh, we're going to follow a new character. I don't have her name in front of me. Uh, yeah, I meant to put that in there. Give me a second. But yeah, it's it's interesting because you're on you're playing as as a character from the Empire. Yes, yes, and um, I, I shared on on Facebook the actress who is um, playing that character, where Claudia Gray is up on on the on the on the stage talking about the book that they're doing for this game called. Um, uh, oh, what was it called? Uh, what, Inferno Squadron? Inferno Squadron, yeah. And she's in tears. Like, holy crap. You know, the camera, the, the guy who's sitting next to her is a, who's, you know, her friend or boyfriend or whoever pans to her and she's in tears because she's seeing her character on the cover of a book, you know, a, that's based on her story. Nice. Uh, and now she's canon in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. I, Claudia, I, Claudia Gray is the is the uh, uh, the author that, that that was writing the book. Um, yeah, the character, and I I don't know if it's Iden or Eden Versio. Yes, that's it. Yeah, and so we're gonna get her point of view, and I love this. This is kind of what they did with Lost Stars. You know, um, I loved it in the trailer. They had the the red um, uh, uh, bodyguard robot thingies. Um, play the message of the emperor yeah like and then that's what we saw in the books like you know from from um from aftermath and stuff like that the the when the emperor died he had a contingency plan 
that that his message would still be would still be told okay you need to do this so you know her point of view you know she, this is her side she is fighting for the emperor um apparently she's from a planet who willingly joined the empire it wasn't taken over like her people want to be a part of this and they don't see it as an evil empire they see it as uh something that's necessary to for peace right they're peace bringers you know and it's all about perspective and point of view and you know i think they did a really good job in lost stars about showing that until you know once the truth started getting peeled back they realized fuck what have we done right um, I think, yeah you know we get it you build a weapon that can blow up a planet once you're proving a point you build it a second time well now you're just cruel <laughs> yes exactly yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah. And so I, I think it's so cool. We're going to see her point of view, um, and I can't wait for that. Now, I don't have the the the, the, the list of the things in, in front of me. Um, uh, I don't know if you want to pull it up from uh, Kotaku or something. Um, but the, the list of basically of what's going to be in this. Um, so f for one, we're not going to be forced a season pass right they're not even going to have a season pass yes they're not going to have a season pass so that was a major announcement yeah that's especially in this day and age like that's you know for any game that's going to have dlc to not have a season pass is a little against the grain but for a game that you know is going to have a bunch of dlc to come out and say look we're not going to do a season pass fuck that's that's big Oh, it's massive. Absolutely massive. Um, uh, no season pass. Dedicated servers. So it's not peer-to-peer. -peer, right. Which is which is a huge thing for a lot of people. Um, it's going to have uh, space battles. It's Does... going to have the kind that we remember where you get out of your ship. Yeah. Did you see who... Because they have a different company. They have a different branch of EA doing the space battles did you see who it is no who is it it's criterion oh that's awesome which was i, I as soon as i saw that i was like i'm done sold i'm in you've got criterion yeah. doing the v doing the space battles fuck yeah yes it's not oh, yeah. like it's not like you have them working on a new burnout game <laughs> right 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 exactly yeah it, it just seemed like um they completely listened to the fans almost yeah like like beat for beat everything they announced was like this is what we wanted um i think it's really cool uh mitch dyer was is one of the writers um of this he uh he was a he worked for ign as like a reporter yeah. i remember years ago he went to montreal because of this which i thought was really cool um and the other writer is Walt Williams, he did Spec Ops the line, which was amazing. That the story in that was phenomenal. Yes. So, you know, Mitch is a huge Star Wars fan. So, I it's almost like this is a it seems like a, I don't I don't want to get too, you know, I don't want to get too ahead of this, but this seems like this is a direct result of people saying we don't want this. And them going, okay, we've listened, we've heard you, here you go. 
Yeah. You got you get you're you're getting prequel, current, and you know uh, classic Star Wars errors. You're getting a single player campaign um, a, that's a, spanning thirty a, years. A canon single player campaign, nonetheless. A, exactly we're getting a book along with it fuck yes man count me in um you know we're you know in dedicated servers like couldn't ask for you know darth maul like yoda we're gonna get some really cool you know we know it's gonna look great we know that for a fact because that was the best thing about the original battlefront and no no season pass so they now they haven't exactly explained how they're gonna do it so who knows i mean it you know, it, that's that's still to be seen. Apparently, EA wasn't too happy that they did announce that. <laughs> they, they thought they jumped the gun, but oh well. You know, yeah, I don't think I don't think you can backpedal now. Um, you know, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did do. Um, you know, what I think is will happen is they will follow the the route that um, Overwatch did, where they will do you know, loot crates and stuff like that, where the more you play, the more you get loot crates, which means you, you'll get random things that will unlock for costumes and everything else. Um, or you can buy loot crates and then unlock them that way. Does that make sense? Um, to me that, and then, you know, every other month you get a new, a new map, a new, whatever to so that that way you don't, you don't separate your player base. You keep people interested in playing because they constantly new stuff is coming out. Um, and you know, it's that addictiveness of it. If they do that, oh man, come on. That's what people <laughs> want. The fact that you don't have to spend more than $60 will keep people playing for a very long time. True. Um, yeah. So I, dude, I can't wait for, I, I was not that excited going into this for battlefront two. I was curious, but now I'm just like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. This is what, this is what we've been waiting for. Yeah. Um, you know, and we've talked about this. This, you know, I, I was one of the biggest people saying I want to play as Yoda. I want to play as, um, I'm sorry, I want to play as Darth Maul. I want, I want a battle of where there's battle droids, where there's Gungans, and that was the other thing. That's a big difference in this one. Is these are classes this time. Yeah, it's not just it's not just oh hey you know I have this loadout I have that loadout no it's yeah, yeah. I like that they're doing that. Yeah, so I could you imagine the different kind of battle droids you'll have in that battle? Like you could have the droid cars, you could have you could you, all the different like the the different you know the the droids of different you know generations, like the ones from Episode Three with the the, the spinning thing, you know. Right. Um, you know, I imagine Grievous could be one of the like imagination just runs wild with that. That that um, that was just good, and that's kind of what you know kind of go back to what we're talking about the the whole celebration this it felt like being there it didn't matter if you were a fan of the original trilogy the prequels um the new stuff or even just the animation this it, it was surreal because it felt like everything belonged and everything was accepted yeah there was no internet trolls there was, you know, and I think it, it, it said a lot by them bringing out Hayden Christensen because he he gotten a lot of heat over the last however many years for his portrayal, you know, and, yeah. you know, and he seemed to take it all with such pride. When he came out, that crowd cheered him louder than most of the other people. 
you know, it, it was cool seeing him get praise, uh, knowing that, you know, he's been, he's been on the internet, you know, he knows what people have said. Yeah. And, and to, to see people embrace him, you know, I think people have a very different point of view of the prequels moving forward now that the, the dark times are over, <laughs> now that we know we're going to be getting more, because then we didn't know we were getting any more. You know what I mean? Right. We were thinking, oh, this is the last, it, is this exactly. the, the last of the Star Wars we're going to get? It's going to go out like this, really? Yeah. And, and Disney, I, you know, before, the when we've looked at the celebrations since Disney has bought it, they haven't mentioned the prequels at all, like ever, not yeah. even in passing, really. Um, but, you know, I don't think they're ever going to mention Metachlorians and stuff like that. But I do think that they're going to embrace a lot of, of the stuff from the prequels. Like, clearly in Battlefront 2, we're getting Darth Maul. You know, in Rebels, we got Darth Maul. We got the clone stuff. You know, uh, Hayden Christian's out there. Like, they are embracing a lot of it. No, I would not be surprised if he's not in a future movie as a Force ghost or something like that. Um, or if they if they did talk to you know you and McGregor um, to do like an Obi Wan Kenobi series or television show that was the other thing Kathy Kennedy said they are really close to announcing what the next spinoff films are and to the, probably by this summer yeah so I imagine at the D twenty three that's when they'll talk about it God and now when is that that's is that August yeah it's this summer so it's in a few months um, so I'm sure we'll find out about that that was the other thing. One thing really surprised me, not a thing about Han Solo at this one, not a thing about it, uh, which is really odd. I was hopefully expecting Donald Glover or, you know, some of the actors and actresses, but no, nothing. Um, so, you know, I, I imagine they might be saving all of that for, uh, for D23. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. But, uh, um, Ju- okay. July 14th through the 16th. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So it's only a few months away, so I'm sure we'll find out more about that. But, you know, I, I, I came home and I marked off like, okay, uh, these, these are when these books are coming out. These are when these comics come back. You know, I talked about this not too long ago, but I was like, I'm not in full Star Wars mode yet, but it's coming, and it's it's here now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm full-blown full Star Wars mode. So for the next few weeks in the podcast, months maybe, you, you might be hearing me break off into little tangents about Star Wars because I want to talk about it. Um, but yeah, no, it was just, it was really cool. They, uh, they had a Carrie Fisher tribute. If you haven't seen the video, I'll post it on the Facebook group. It is amazing. And I'll, you're listening to this. I'll be doing it probably on Wednesday in the afternoon. So it's not in the middle of the night. Um, but the Carrie Fisher tribute was beautiful. Um, you know, and they just had a lot of other stage shows like the Anthony Daniels stage show, which was really fun. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. He has a good time with the audience. He really does. He comes <laughs> out and he just, it's almost like a lot of dad jokes. It's like, okay, all right. <laughs> you know, he tells a lot of, he comes out and he doesn't like the way the audience reacts and he walks back and he's like, no, 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 nope. I'm not going out there until they cheer me louder. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so yeah, that was my biggest regret. Next time this thing comes into town, I'm even de- dedicated. I want to go to the Anaheim one. Um, if they do it there next time, but next time I go, I'm doing the whole thing so that I can plan out seeing a lot of these panels and being in the room with them. Even if maybe for, I'll pick one of the big ones and spend the night, but yeah, did they, did they announce they usually do at the end of the show? 
They did not. They did not. Yeah, they normally do. They did not. I imagine we'll get all that D23. Um, that's, that's odd because that's always been like at the they close the show by mm-hmm. announcing when the next one's going to be. Yeah, unless I missed it. But no, they did not. They did not announce it from what I'm aware of. Um, huh. The rumor, the big rumor is that now that Disney owns it, they are going to jump between uh, Orlando, Anaheim and Europe. Because obviously they make them over in Europe, so they want to touch there. Um, Orlando, this was the biggest one. It was over 70,000 people. This was the size of WrestleMania, pretty much. And for Orlando to host these type of events, like two weeks (laughs) back-to-back, it was crazy, man. Um, If if you're not from Orlando and you ever do decide to come here... um, the, the best thing you can do is look – there's a hotel. I don't know the name of the hotel, but there's one across the street. My buddy stayed there. Best thing you could do because if you stay at that hotel, you're walking distance of the of celebration. You're walking distance between all the restaurants and everything right around there. So uh, look up the, the, the hotels right across the street, and you'll be fine. You know, you can get – you don't even need – they didn't have a car. It's just Uber, you know, if you needed to go anywhere. Uh, and they were perfectly fine going to the hotel, 10-minute walk. Um, so, uh, if you are from out of town, definitely do that. Um, there you go. Yeah. They're yeah. not doing one next year. Yeah. No, apparently they are uh, going to do it every other year. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're doing that just cause they get enough news and, uh, announcements and stuff like that. Um, I think BlizzCon is doing the same thing now. Yeah, um, there you go. So, you know, you, that, that just means you have more time to save up. Um, get finances in order. It always seems like I'm trying to get my finances in order. Um, but yeah, in 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 two years, I imagine it will probably be either Anaheim or, or Orlando. Now uh, the Disney parks too, like those are going to be out in two years. The, you know, so I don't know what you know. I you know, would you do it in Orlando because that's when your park is opening up? You would think, right? Right. I mean, you if you're opening up a theme park in Orlando and it's that year, you would want everyone to come to Celebration and also visit your park. That's the other thing. If you came to this, there was also a package. Um, I think you got into Disney after hours if you went to Star Wars Celebration and had the four-day pass. Oh, nice. They had – it was called like Galactic Nights and it was open like all night long. They played dance music, Star Wars. You could ride the Star Wars ride um, and the whole park was Star Wars themed. So they do something as well. Um, Interesting. Have we have we talked about everything? The Rogue One sequel novel. Uh, now, is it a sequel novel? It's yeah, because Inferno Squad is is between Rogue One and uh, Battlefront Two. It's that character. Wait. So. Yeah, Inferno. Uh, yeah, Inferno Squad is where. Uh, what was we just talked about her and I already forgot her name. That's right. That's where her character is. And then, Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Like it's, it's going to be like rogue one, that novel, the, the inferno squad novel, and then battlefront two in terms of, of her character. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Do we know yeah. when that's coming out by any chance? Uh, it's gotta be this summer, right? Yes. September. September? Don't quote me on that. I think okay. it's I think it's September. Uh, 
Inferno Squad. Let me see real quick. I'm pretty sure it's September. Um, yeah. Coming, 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 coming. Doesn't say. Yeah, I, I think you're right too. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely going to be. Oh, hey, uh, July 25th. There we go. Okay, because the, the 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 Captain Phasma comes out this year too as well. That's the one that's September. Yes, that's the one. So that's the one September. Which one is the? Uh, when does uh, Inferno Squadron come out again? July twenty fifth. July twenty fifth. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's, I mean, that's a few months away. So. Yeah, uh, read Thrawn right now, and there, there's there's a lot of Star Wars going on this year. So um, there's a lot to do. Yeah. But yeah, man, it was it was crazy. It was crazy fun. It, I wish you know, man, it's one of those things I wish they were doing it every year. But you know. Well, they can... they understand there that there is such a thing as oversaturating the market. Yeah. Like, oh do, yeah. Do one every other year. It makes it feel more special. Uh, those mm-hmm. are also the years when your when your big movies come out. Like you know, they're mm-hmm. they they're not stupid. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they have their other event, their D twenty three, which is a big deal. Um, so that's where they can announce you know the, some of the smaller stuff. But yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's going to be more Pirates of the Caribbean themed this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's going to be all over the place. Yeah. Um, but they'll have, they'll have a little bit of Star Wars still in there, I think. Um, and I, I mean, when she when she said that they're that you know to look for this summer for an announcement, it's got to be D twenty three where they announce the well, whatever think, they, whatever yeah. they're doing. Right, right. You know, and you know, I during an interview with her, she talked about how because you know, they were like, well, what do you, you think is going to happen after the the this uh, this trilogy um that we're doing is it going to continue on for 20 years and so on and so on and she's like well you know we plan on doing star wars for the immediate future (laughs) but um you know she's like that's conversations we are having right now um that we are actively talking about what do we do after these three films you know seven eight nine um you know, because they were asking, is it going to continue on with the Skywalker family? Are we going to start a new family? And so that's what they're talking about right now. So, yeah, um, it, it's it's you know, I it's not going anywhere. I think they purposely called it the Last Jedi just to screw with you. It's not going to be the Last <laughs> Jedi. Jedi are here to stay. Um, but who knows? Maybe they're called something different. Who who, who knows what Luke's talking about? You know, really. Um, uh, so it's man, I I can't wait. I really can't wait. Um, I, and I think that's it, right? There's not much. I think there was, there was a lot of other stuff I know I'm missing, but <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun, man. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool books to look forward to, comics, movies, and of you know the video games as well. So I'm sure throughout the year we'll hear of some more. Uh, maybe at E3, you know, I, I was hoping we'd get a hint at whatever their other games they're doing, but. Yeah, because, I mean, Visceral's been working on one forever now, and we don't know yes. anything about it. Yep, exactly. Um, so that that has to be E3 um, th- they're going to talk about, I'm, I imagine. I'm, I'm hoping, that, because, like, you know, we're going to get a lot of Battlefront 2, but I would yes. love to, to hear, oh, and by the way, um, you know, uh, Boba Fett video game. Uh, right. You know, bye. Like, what? <laughs> hold on, what time? What? <laughs> yeah yeah even if they show like just a card and a clip 
you know, real fast, or they're like, hey, we're we brought back thirteen thirteen, and we we finished it, you know, something right um, to show us. E uh, three might be the best place for that because it's not like we could play anything there. It was just all behind the scenes, and that's honestly what a lot of the panels were. It was behind the scenes stuff, like, sure. and, and some of them weren't streamed because of that because they were like, hey, this is. <laughs> Like the Rogue One behind the scenes wasn't streamed because it was like, hey, this is for you guys that waited in line and we want to sit here and talk to you about, you know, stuff that you, you may or may not get on the Blu-ray, but just, you know, questions and stuff. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's neat. <laughs> yeah. Forrest Whitaker and them up on stage was really cool to see. Um, it just it was it was a good time, man. I I can't recommend enough if you're a Star Wars fan. Uh, got a few years now, save up for the next one, and that might be what I'm doing. You know, if that's in Anaheim, that'd be a cool way to go. You know, visit visit uh, California. There you go. Yeah, um, but definitely makes me want to go to another convention real soon. So I think MegaCon will be will be fun since it's here. Um, but yeah, man, it, it was just, it, it was a blast. I, I can't recommend it enough. Everyone was super cool, super chill, and just really into it. No one was rude. There was not a rude person once. Everyone was nice. And if I bumped into somebody, I apologized. Like, no, you're cool. You're fine. Everything's great. <laughs> it's, just, it's really weird. It's like, it's, it almost feels kind of like a music festival, but for nerds. Yeah. You know what I mean? And no one's really on drugs, but they're just that happy, <laughs> you know? Um, so I don't know. It was, it was really fun. It was really fun. I, I had a blast and I, it really got me in the star Wars mood now. Nice. Yeah. So go read Thrawn, man. It, oh, it's so yeah, I gotta, good. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish up this. Uh, I'm gonna finish up the third season of Rebels, because I think I've only got like three episodes left to watch. Yeah, and then and then that's my plan is to to dive into that. Now at the end, oh, I don't want to. Yeah, we'll talk once you finish Rebels because something happens at the very end of Rebels about Thrawn that is it leaves you on a hook with him. Like, what does that mean? Kind okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So it's it's really cool. Rebel. This is. A good, I, th- I thought it was a good season. It was okay. There was a lot of weird stuff, but um. um yeah. I love you know. I love the scene of him training against the assassin droids. Yes. Because you watched him just like block them with the wrist, and you're like, all right. First of all, that's a freaking droid. Yeah. Like a big droid, and you're just yeah. like, oh, this dude's a badass. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i love the mandalorian stuff um oh that was another thing they showed clips from clone war stuff that they were never able to do okay and it was of uh uh boba fett and um him kind of taking the uh taking the the bounty hunters kind of away from was it Kate six or yeah whatever his name is you no know that's I mean? no dude that's that's a, yeah that's that's destiny oh yeah yeah and so he's kind <laughs> of like pulling like he gets them on his side and it was just like real rough you know whatever they use for their storyboard type right, animation yeah. thing um but it was just cool to see like a young boba fett like you know uh, i don't know it was it was just cool so who, who knows apparently the the season four of rebels has a lot to do with the Mandalorian war. And I imagine Boba Fett shows up for that. Um, which would be cool. That'd be really awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's so many directions they could take that. And the, the other thing was, he said, this was not the end of animation by a long shot, just the end of rebels. So everyone was talking that what they, what probably is meant by that 
is that they're going to jump to um, current uh, current timeline sure. for the animation. Yeah, which would make sense. You know, there's only so much you can tell between those years, and we're and he. Oh, the other thing he did, he doesn't want to end on the Scarif battle. He thinks, you know, Rebels stands on its own, and he he said it, it would kind of be a shame to end it on something that happened in the movies. Cause he said, we've always kind of standed on our own. We've always kind of been our own thing. We obviously have tie-ins and those are super fun to do, but you know, he, he doesn't want the end of the story of rebels to be the something we already saw. Right No, that makes sense. That's that's. And I like that. That's a, I like yes. that idea. Yeah, exactly. So that's going to be really cool. So Dave was Dave Fahoney or, I think yeah, I think that sounds right. Yeah, so uh, looking forward to you know hearing what the next animated series would be because, you know it, it it's it's really good stuff. Some of the best animation. Um, I would out have there. I would have killed because it was because it was so so well received when it was announced. It would have been great to if he'd thrown in a line of like we're we're just ending Rebels. We're not we're not. This isn't the end of Star Wars animated series. We're just before we get to where we're headed next. We we have to take a little detour just because I would have loved to have seen the crowd reaction. Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, see, that that was so weird about the last time I was there. Just the, the big announcement was Star Wars detours. It just tells you what state it, Star Wars the, yeah. was in, you know. Yeah. It was like, that's our big announcement is that we're doing a parody comedy that's not for kids, not for adults. Don't know who it's for. Like the Adult Swim, like it's it was so. Oh, it was oh. it was like a it was like somebody took a bad robot chicken segment and made a series out of it. Exactly, and especially and since it was from Seth Green. Yes, like, and that would have been a great thing to announce alongside all this other cool stuff we're getting. Right, like uh, we're getting video game news, we're getting novel news, we're getting comic news, we're getting you know feature film news. And that was all just so unheard of back then. Maybe books and stuff, of course, were announced, but but not these other big things. It, it's just, it, I honestly, truly believe Disney was one of the best things to ever happen to them because they've treated them with so much respect. They've treated the fans with respect. They, you know, they know what the fans want and they want to give it to them because, of course, we were willing to pay for it. And I think that's the whole point: is that there's obviously an audience. There's an audience that will pay a lot of money for what they want, and Disney. Disney's not embarrassed by it. They're not ashamed by it. They're not trying to make it their own thing. They are. They want to tell cool and interesting stories. You know, I love that. You know, I mean, I love that. You, you think about this. All the strong female protagonists that come out of the new stuff, we we might not have gotten before. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, and because they're and, doing like a series of of animated shorts, right? What is it? The heroines of Star Wars heroines of star wars oh that's another book that they're also doing i forgot to mention this was um uh from another point of view i think it's called okay let me look it up real fast um uh what's the phrase what's the phrase in star wars um from a certain point of view sure Yes, from a certain point of view, Star Wars book. Um, that was another one that was announced. 40, yes, it's called, okay, here, let me bring it up, Barnes & Noble. It's called, from a certain point of view, it is 40 stories 
with 40 artists or 40 uh, writers. Okay. So it's it's just like how they did the can- the tales from Mos Eisley, tales from uh, bounty hunters, that sort of thing. It's basically 40 stories of 40 background characters in the Star Wars movies. Oh, neat. Yes. Um, but yeah, but yeah, like that, so that was announced. I don't know exactly when that's uh, October 3rd, 2017. So that's going to be real fun. Um, but yeah, like we were saying, man, the, you know, if you think about it, we got the new thread, we got Ray strong female protagonist. We got, um, we got, you know, uh, we got, uh, uh, Jin. No. Yeah. From, from rogue one. Yeah. Um, you know, we got the battlefront two. you know, it, it like, I think that's so cool, and it's and it's it's about time, you know, um, and 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 that was I think that's awesome. So you know, it, it, I I just I, I can't wait to see what they're gonna do next with all this. Yeah. Um, sorry, I was just looking up the the uh, the forty years forty stories. It doesn't tell me any of the um, the writers, but yeah, it says everything from X wing pilots. Uh, that helped Luke destroy the Death Star to stormtroopers to the uh, creatures in uh, Jabba's palace. Um, I think that's going to be so awesome. That's yeah. There's a story I want. Yes. Like I want to yeah. know like somebody who was like a regular there was just like man, you wouldn't believe some of the shit I've seen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I hope that the the books. I hope they just do more and more and more and more. You know, I hope we get. You know, just more and more books every year. Um, there's a lot of the young adult ones and stuff coming out as well. Um, uh, is it is it Claudia? Who who's the one? Cla- uh, yeah, Claudia Gray. Gray. Yes. There's a new Leia book that's supposed to be coming out. I think. Oh no way! Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't have everything in front of me here. I wish I did. Um. Uh. Books 2017. But but yeah, there there was a bunch of them announced. Um, uh, yeah, list of future books. There, there's a lot in the young adult category and stuff like that. A reference book. Um, yeah. So prequel trilogy stories is coming out. Storybook. Join the Resistance Junior novel. Leia, Princess of Alderaan. I think that's the one. That's the Claudia Gray one. That's it. Okay. So that comes out. That's the young adult one. Claudia Gray. Um, September 1st, 2017. And so it's called Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Um, so it's a young adult novel written by Claudia Gray will be released as part of the journey to... It's Okay, so it is a part of the journey to uh, The Last Jedi. So that's cool. Same person who did Lost Stars. Yeah, nice. I, I believe so. Um, yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. So yeah, a lot of a lot of lay stuff, of course, this year. You know. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, I think that's it. I think we talked about it, everything. Yeah, I think we covered a pretty good bit of it. It sounds like that was a blast, man. I'll, you know, that's one one day I'm gonna get to something like this for sure. Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah, the, if it's two years down the road, we can do it, man. I, I think it'd be awesome. It'd be definitely fun to go with you, of course. Just yeah someone there to you know write stuff down and plan everything <laughs> out and you know uh, yeah i think i just think it'd be great i think it'd be a fun time man yeah um 
no doubt. But but absolutely, absolutely. So I think that's it. Uh, that's our podcast this week. We will be back next week with a regular edition um, with movie and TV news and everything else. It was a little light this week. Um, but, um, I'm sure we'll have enough next week, but, uh, again, make sure you go to our Facebook group, um, we geek podcast, Twitter accounts, uh, at we geek podcast at the Logan wit at Adam Estep, uh, go to our iTunes, um, subscribe to it and give us a review. Um, if you've been to celebration, let us know, go check, go check out our Facebook group. Cause I'm going to post a whole bunch of stuff tomorrow, um, from celebration and a lot of the, uh, a lot of the videos, the tributes and stuff like that, I'll post as well. And if you if you went to it, you know, let us know. Um, if you plan on going to any other conventions this year, let us know. Let us know about your convention uh, stories and stuff like that. Um, or if you plan on going to the next one, or if you have any questions, like you know, uh, there, there's a lot of things that you don't think of until you get there, and you're like, wait, am I supposed to do this? Am I supposed to go here? Am I supposed to get wristbands? You know, it's 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 very it's very overwhelming at first, but um. Or if you just want to geek out about Star Wars, tweet at us. Um, tell us hello. Um, but I think that's it. Captain? Captain. Captain.